Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Jen's back. It's Corey. <laughs> I'm back, guys. Man, Monday was a rough one. Yeah, it was. And people reached out to me and were so sweet, gave us compliments. And, and I said, I just thought that was one of the worst episodes for me because I was so out of it. And then that's when they say, oh, I could tell. But, you know, <laughs> oh, you did fine, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I appreciate the support. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have recorded. But, you know, the thing is, is that some people just can't take no for an answer. Yeah. Me, me included. Mm-hmm. So. It's a lesson learned. So, yes, I absolutely feel better. Uh, I'm, I don't want... It. To be about that, I don't. I'm I'm excited to share that stuff later, but just not today. So I was super excited when we received a message on my Instagram. So by the way, my Instagram, if you want to follow me and send messages, um, is at Jen the Builder underscore Elevate. Imagine that, so creative. I know. Applause. applause. <laughs> so someone reached out to me and said, hey, I'd love to hear. Well, they said my friends and I would love to hear dating tips from you and Corey. Really? I was like, okay, because, you know, we're so in the dating scene. Um, and, you know, it's been forever. I mean, forever since. Well, I mean, I, I like to think that I'm, I'm still dating you. So. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, you know, I, the way I understood it after having conversation was it's like dating as in dating to be in a relationship or meeting someone oh. to see if it can go further. Okay, you know? gotcha. Yeah. So I'm sure you have your methods of finding out and just gleaning from your past and your experiences and stuff. Of course, I have to do my own research because I'm like, ooh, dating, that's exciting. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> and so I did research on Netflix. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about some old romance? No, not no. By the way, speaking of romance, I love a good rom com, but next Netflix is just so full of Christmas rom coms. Mm-hmm. Like it is jam packed. I can't even sort out what's what anymore. So it's, I just it's a little bit yeah, much. I, you know, for someone who really loves that stuff, yeah, it is. It's like, what is the, how many different storylines can you write about someone falling in love with someone over Christmas? <clears throat> True. And and my thing is this, I don't get me wrong. I love to love and I love to see love and I love when people fall in love and the love is blossoming and growing, but there's a level of mush I just can't handle. And so I got to check out when it gets to that point where it's like, right. oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, but I am going to go on my Instagram maybe tomorrow and recommend my top three rom-coms for the holiday that I've seen. Um, And so being off your feet gives you a lot of time to browse Netflix and stuff. (laughs) This is very true. Yeah. So, you know, these are just from a few sources. But so we're just going to kind of jump around with the dating thing. And. I saw something, Corey, you were there with me. I'm so glad you were. I'm going to create this scene. I'm going to try to recreate it at least. So there's such a huge difference between men and women. (laughs) And so I said, Corey, what are we going to call this episode? Like, we can't just straight up call it 
ball busters or like myth busters or whatever. I don't know what I was saying. So we're going to kind of talk about some myths and give you our opinion and just talk about dating. Oh, DMBs, dating myth busters. Dating myth busters. I messed that up, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, this is the scene. Women, they go out and they meet these guys and they kind of doing a speed dating thing. And so if you like someone and you connect or you feel there might be a connection, you go ahead and exchange numbers or you give the guy your number. Mm-hmm. And so the next day, of course, the guys are texting these girls and there's four of them and they've been kind of out of the dating scene for a while. So a guy texts a girl and she's like, oh, my God, this is what he's saying. And she reads it and he says, it was so nice meeting you last night. I'm looking forward to a next our next hangout, right? And so one of the people are like, did you reply it? She's like, no, 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 I can't reply just yet. But he just, he texted that to you yesterday. She's like, no, 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 it's too soon. Like you don't text the next day. It's too desperate. He's going to think like I, there's no other options but him. And so the girls are talking and the girls are like, yeah, that's right. You're right. Good, good looking out girl. Yeah. Don't be too quick on that. You know, play hard to get whatever, whatever. And so the guy, one of the hosts is like, so what, what are you guys thinking? Like, what, what do you think the text is saying? And so the girls are like, well, obviously he's interested Or maybe he's trying to feel what she's thinking. So he's just like putting it out there, trying to see how she's going to reply. Or I think he thinks she's cute. Obviously, girl, you're hot. And that's what he's saying. And he's like, can you read the text again, please? (laughs) And so the girl's all, it was wonderful meeting you. I'm looking forward to the next hangout. He's like, that's all he's saying. That's all he's saying. (laughs) And the girls are just kind of looking at each other like, Oh, (laughs) so then um, he's like, I think you should reply. So she's like, yeah, yeah, it's time to reply. And Corey, the four women seriously got together like a tribal type of council meeting. Yes. And oh, yes. And it's so intense how (laughs) like they're like, okay, go ahead and say it like this and put dot, dot, dot. No, no, no. Don't put dot, dot, dot. Just, just end it with a dot or don't even put a punctuation or, you know, or ask a question, but not, it was so ridiculously complicated. Indeed. I was like, if I had a date again, I probably would make it that complicated reading into every little thing, every little punctuation. Cause apparently that's the way a lot of people date now is through texting. That's like the main form of communication unless they're like together hanging out. Right. No. So I just thought that was funny. So tell us from a guy's point of view, you know, a group of guy friends, one of them meets like a nice girl. What happens? So in the beginning, it's pretty simple. And I mean, it's very simple. I, I was never one of those kind of pack guys. Like, I never hung out with the packs of men and then kind of, you know, felt mm-hmm. the whole. Now, I did have to deal with the women that hung in packs and, and <laughs> navigate through that. But, you know, if I was interested, I'm just going up and I'm starting that conversation. And then I'm going to eventually ask for the number or exchange numbers. And if it's a no, it's a no, you know, and I I just never really 
got tripped up over the nose. Okay, can, can we stay right there? Because you just opened up another door. Right, right, right. First, from a woman's point of view, and again, just mine, I would never go up to a guy and say, hey, can I have your number? Well, that's not the first line you say. No, I know. But I mean, ultimately, that's not what it had been for me. I would have like, if I really wanted to get his number, I would have had conversations around that so he would give me his. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like if he asked me for mine, then I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. So can I have yours? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so what is that? Well, what do you think? Should women wait? For them to be asked, or should a woman just be bold enough to say, hey, I, I think you're cute. I like what I see. I like what I hear. You know, can I get your number? I'm a bit traditional, so I don't really swing that direction in things. However, I'm <clears throat> forward enough thinking to say that I could see the, how that could happen. Right. I can see how a woman would, would say you know, I mean, especially if like she's about to take off and she knows we haven't made right. all those right connections to to do that. So like you just met, you're talking and she's like, well, I really got to go and I really don't want to wait around for him to ask me for my number. Hey, I'm, I'm about to take off. You know, let me get your number and maybe we can keep in contact. But the thing that I want to get to is the timing of. Texting, calling. Ah, uh, yes, thank you. Get back to that. Returning text, returning phone calls. So obviously, if someone calls you and you're busy, you can't answer the phone. Mm -hmm. But in today's times, you know that we have smartphones that tell us who's calling and all <laughs> right, that. Right. So there, there's no mystery anymore. There, there was a time when we didn't have the caller ID and we didn't have all that. So if a phone call came and you missed it, you just missed it and you didn't know who it was. Right. Um, but you do now. So the thing about it is if someone calls me, I don't feel like I got to wait, you know, a certain amount of time to make sure they don't think I'm desperate because men don't think in those terms. Right. We never just have. Do. Yeah. We just do it. You know? Yeah. Like if I'm going to want your number, I'm going to ask for it. And, and if you say no, then you say no. Yeah. It's just a no. Oh, that's way too and there, simple. And there's probably... 40 other women in the place that you could talk to, you know? And yeah. if you just need a redeemable moment, you can find someone to get a number. Right. Now, will you call? You might not, you know? Right. But it's 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 easy to pick yourself back up. Yeah, and what the guy said, the, the co-host, put it into so much perspective. So there's billions of people out there. If the one person tells you no, it's not like that was your soulmate or you're going right. to marry them. It's just taking the first step to remain in contact to to try to connect right? Right, right and so we tend to we i'm speaking for my girls out there <laughs> you know over dramatize these things or um i'm so it's so funny that you mentioned with the way technology is now because back then you're right there was no caller id so if they didn't pick up just like oh they're busy or they weren't by the phone now it's like, oh my God, he didn't pick it up. He must not want to talk to me. Or, you know, he's he must have a girlfriend because every time I call him, he's never available. So it's so much easier now to create these stories um that really don't have to shouldn't be there actually, because you just put yourself through so much stress. Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that 
you got to know how. And when I say how to play it, I don't mean like it's a game. I mean, so if I meet someone or had met someone and I wanted to make sure that I got a return text, I would simply say, hey, I want to make sure you made it home okay. So I'm going to text you. And when you make it home, text me back and let me know you made it home safely. If she doesn't text you nine times out of 10, she's like, I don't really feel like texting you. And that's like one of the signs, because like if the whole night goes by, the next day goes by and no text from her, then you obviously know she's not trying to let you know that she made it home. Or maybe she didn't make it home or she didn't make it home. (laughs) Right. But either way, she don't want to talk to you. Right. Right. Well, let's go back to what you just said. So you said, hey, you know, text me when you get home. Just want to make sure you get home safely. Okay. Mm -hmm. I could just see a bunch of girls right now. Because trust me, a woman would say, wait, 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 did he say text me or did he say, could you please text me? Because no, no, he's telling you what to do. Don't let it start off that way. Oh he's not gosh. asking. He's telling you to text him. If you text him, then you're doing what he wants you, what he wants you to do. And I've heard that with some people I work with. Mm. And I'm like, really? Because we're not just pointing out that. He's concerned for your safety and it's just, I want to make sure you're okay. But now, you know what I mean? That's a whole nother level. Yeah. Whole nother. Okay. So one of the things that I found um, really interesting in this one show I was watching is when you're dating, people think, you know, we're so, everything's so fast and you want to make these decision decisions in haste. And so you date with like check boxes. Do you have this? How much do you make? What's your career? Where do you live? You know, what's your, have you, are you single? You know, all those things. So that's how you talk to people. And instead of really connecting, right? you know, or people do small talk and they think because they've said so many words within that 10 minutes, there's connection because we engaged in conversation. Right. Um, and I loved what he said. He goes, connect emotionally. That's where the real connection's at. So oh, if yeah. you find out that you like the same color, it's just a color. Right. Like you like the same football team. That's great. But it doesn't it, turn into exactly have so much in common. <laughs> yeah. So really think about what you're looking for, I guess. I mean, I hope to goodness gracious that i don't ever have to date again yeah but yeah that just makes so much sense like you know we i've seen or you know heard of people asking your genre of music where do you like to hang out what's your favorite drink what's your favorite you know whatever where do you do you like to travel what's the last book you just read those are things to know not emotional connections that are happening. Yeah, and although I think those are good questions to ask and mm-hmm. good answers to have, I don't think that's what solidifies the no, deal. No, those are common things. Yeah. Those are just things you have in common. But the one thing I definitely would stray away from on initial contact is what do you do for a living? How much money do you make? Oh, yeah. And then, oh, and that's the thing, too, going right into... um relationships of the past or like you know these really connect so we we tend to think that if we share an emotional story 
that makes us vulnerable when we first meet someone. So it shows I'm trying to connect. Yeah, I had a friend that that used to do that. Really? On purpose? Well, I I kept telling him, dude, you cannot (laughs) start a conversation with, yeah, I'm going through a really bad divorce. Right. I mean, that's just the Debbie Downer that you don't want to have hanging around. And believe it or not, women will talk. Strangers. And like you got two women that don't know each other and they're at a club or a bar and they'll see the guy that said the Debbie Downer phrase. Yeah. She'll tell another girl like, oh, don't talk to him. He's going through a horrible divorce. And you're you just got, you know, pretty much outed before you even got mm-hmm. started. So, yeah, that that's just not a good place to start. Yeah. And um, one of the examples was, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a little sore today because I had a tattoo covered yesterday. That would have been enough. Okay. Yeah. But I got my ex's name covered because he's <laughs> such a jerk. And, you know, and then you just end up vomiting. Yeah. So there's some tips. Um, I wanted to ask something here, too, because another statement I heard from a show was there's a difference between being vulnerable and telling a sad story. And I think this is good just in general, not just for dating. But, Corey, what, what's the difference there? Being vulnerable is just opening yourself up a little bit. And and I, I would say this in dating, you're, the goal is not to be so vulnerable that you're transparent on the first meeting. Oh, yeah. And I definitely don't think sad stories are appropriate. <laughs> you know, there's a time for that. And there's a time for vulnerable. There's a time for a sad story. In the very beginning I would say just stay away from that because you're getting in territory that's going to make someone think, okay, is this, is this a norm? Is this how it's going to be? Are we going to be on this sad note Mm -hmm. for a long time? I'm trying to have a good time. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to laugh. Right. So I would just, if I were dating, I would, you know, think of vulnerable as this is just um, humanizing myself as a person. Like, you know what I mean? Not having all these cool things to say and saying what I think you want me to hear because it's the hip thing or it's like the in thing to be, you know what I mean? Like right. just so be if you're truly con- who you are. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So if you're having a conversation about things you like to do, a vulnerable point would be like, I don't like large bodies of water. That That's putting out something that you're a little bit afraid of. You didn't say I'm terrified of it. And you didn't say I would never go over large bodies. You just, I don't like large bodies of water. So that gives a little bit of a hint like, oh, okay, there's a little bit of vulnerability right there. He he doesn't like large bodies of water. Okay, so, you know, that's something we can work on together. It gives you building ground, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Another one, of course, is listening. Yeah. You know, a lot of people now... They teach the technique to actively listen. You should be saying, uh-huh, yeah. You know, so they know that you're there with them. But listening with your your eyes, we, we've had an episode on actively listening. Yeah. I think that's really important in dating, too. And always pause the conversation to get a little bit more detail. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not that exciting of a story. Even if you're nowhere near interested. 
And the reason why is because people love to be listened to. And that's a person you're dating, a person you're friends with, or a complete and total stranger. And we've all suffered through the complete and total stranger rambling on long, far too long, and you're just sitting there. So if you can do that for a total stranger, how? why not for someone that you could potentially be interested in to say, wait, so what you said is, and that's how it happened? Then they feel validated like, okay, I told the story, I'm out on a limb, and they're listening to me. Oh, I feel so much better now. Right. And then you open up more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This is not mine, but I love this. I wish it was mine. So, you know, you mentioned going up to a girl asking for a number and worst cases, she says no. Right. And it's like, okay. So it says that rejection is momentary, but regret is sticks eternal. in your, yeah, it yeah. just stays there. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you meet someone who's interesting, don't let fear of rejection you know, make you walk away from it. Regret is always going to be there. Like I, what is it, Corey? Shoulda, woulda, coulda? Woulda, shoulda, and coulda. Woulda, coulda, shoulda? Oh my goodness. Whatever that is, you guys (laughs) know what that is. (laughs) Okay. So I think we've given some really good dating tips, Corey. You, I, you know, we didn't get to talk about our dating. Um, You are what you say you do like you you went up to me and well actually no anyways a friend introduced me to you and yeah yeah you asked for the number and there there that's all she wrote it's all she wrote i needed them digits yeah (laughs) and you know what i just had a really good flashback i remember our first phone conversation and it was very emotionally connecting mm-hmm. yeah it was so real it, yeah that really stuck with me but anyways to our friend and our elevator listener who asked for dating tips i hope this started us off on the right foot if you need more love to watch more netflix and um, <laughs> and get inspired i'm only laughing because I don't feel the need to to watch Netflix to get inspired, <laughs> but it's fun to watch with Jen because she's like, oh, I need to write that down. <laughs> oh, I'm going to text that to myself. Right. I'm like, really? <laughs> or I'll pause it. I'm like, do you agree with that? Um, and, you know, since I've been coaching, it's amazing what you can glean and learn from all the things. Even when you're watching a TV show or a movie, you're like, oh, that was a good coaching question. And, you know, you you text it, I text it, write it down. It's yes, fun. very fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day. Jen's back. <laughs> Every day. So good to be back. <laughs> <laughs>